And let's talk about the group with Hank Smith, head of investment strategy at the Haverford Trust Company. Hank, you've got the sector on your mind. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Great to be with you. Thank you. Appreciate that. So how are you thinking about this group right now? Is it moving beyond just the vaccine makers finally? Yeah. So let me just put a little context. Uh, you know, during the first year and a half of the pandemic, uh, the healthcare sector was kind of a lost child. It was not part of the pandemic play like technology or certain retail stocks. And it wasn't part of the reopening trade either, uh, like many of the cyclical uh, stocks. But now it is getting a lot of attention, uh, both for being uh, defensive as the risk of uh, the economy slowing rises, but also uh, fully reopening and and uh, consumers going to get uh, uh, treatments and, and surgeries that, that have been prolonged for two years now. So uh, as those come back uh, on schedule, who stands to benefit? Uh, surgical device uh, makers, uh, general medical device makers, uh, sutures and stuff like that? Sure. Uh, certainly a company like Johnson & Johnson that has 30% of their revenues from medical devices, uh, knees, spines, uh, shoulders, uh, and other areas uh, will definitely uh, stand to benefit. Uh, also more pure plays like a Medtronics, uh, uh, heart, uh, spine, uh, they, will, uh, they will benefit. These were uh, all elective procedures that, uh, you know, had been postponed. Uh, both because of hospital capacity issues, uh, doctor capacity issues, and uh, consumers just afraid of, uh, of uh, uh, go, go, you know, leaving their home. Now, in your uh, business, Hank, you're uh, focused uh, on large cap quality growth names. Sounds like you'd put J&J &J in that camp. Does healthcare uh, represent a larger portion uh, and your fund relative to what it does in the S&P, uh, do you think this is a group folks should be overweighting? How does it fit into your broad strategy? Yeah, it is. Uh, it, first of all, when you look at uh, financially strong dividend paying companies, a lot of them are in the healthcare uh, uh, sector. And it is a sector that uh, we are overweight currently. And we have been overweight uh, uh, for uh, quite a few years now. And and J and J is probably the best managed of all of the healthcare companies. Uh, it's broadly diversified in pharma, medical devices, and and consumer uh, health as as well, although they're gonna spin that off in probably two uh, probably two years. But J and J has had one of the most productive pharmaceutical uh, portfolios uh, and pipelines, and just a very, very well-managed uh, company with 59 years of consecutive annual dividend increases, uh, and we expect uh, many, many more years of those to come. So uh, how does this fit in for a uh, potentially volatile market this year? We've seen uh, most of our rallies in the broad market fade. Uh, do the healthcare stocks act as safety can they be that reopening beta play and also be safety because a lot of times that healthcare group is thought of to be a bastion of uh, stability how does that trade-off work though if some of these companies might be a little bit more growth oriented trying to capitalize on uh, some of these recovery trends 
Yeah, exactly. And and if you look at J and J, and you look at the stock price of J and J, you could never know that there was a broad market correction uh, uh, er, yeah. earlier uh, this, this year. Uh, it is um, you know right near its 52-week uh, high, uh, and I think a lot of that uh, has to do with this current environment, not just reopening, but the fact that the risks of a economic slowdown have risen. Um, in large part due to uh, in inflation. And these are companies like a J&J &J whose earnings will hold up whether we go into a recession or, or not. And that becomes uh, very uh, uh, desirous uh, for, for investors to own those types of companies. And even with uh, the reopening theme helping J&J, &J, you still see Pfizer as a, a good rock uh, of, st of stability in this group too. Yeah, now well, we've owned uh, Pfizer in our yield-oriented strategy that focuses on companies with higher than market yields. Uh, and because of its uh, very strong move in the second half of 21, its yield ha has gone from the high uh, threes down to you know 2.5 per 2.8 percent of thereabouts uh, right now. Uh, but we like uh, uh, Pfizer as kind of a slower growth pharma, but a very much a steady eddy. It produces tremendous cash flow, uh, and it has this bonanza from, uh, from their COVID uh, vaccine uh, that will probably total over $50 billion when you combine 21 and 22's uh, revenues, uh, which just gives them even more financial flexibility to uh, one, acquire, two, buyback stocks, and uh, three, support and increase uh, the dividend. So uh, yes, uh, we like uh, Pfizer here, and it has pulled off from its high. Uh, Pfizer, is a, because of the COVID vaccine, it traded a little bit independently from the rest of the group. It made a high in the mid-60s uh, a couple months ago, and it, it is pulled back, so we think it's a good uh, opportunity in here. Hank, love the details. Case well made here for some healthcare giants. Appreciate the thoughts. Great to be with you. Have a good week. All right, you too. Hank Smith, head of investment strategy at the Haverford Trust Company, J.J. and Pfizer.